With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There you will stand, so strong. I will say, long live Swiftcast. Your headphones blaring our podcast. Nothing is sweeter than Swiftcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to this episode of Swiftcast. It is episode 113. Woo! Woo woo! Gosh, it feels like we were just at episode 13. I know. A hundred episodes later. This episode is just going to be a little mini episode for you. We all have a really busy time right now, going to shows, having personal things going on in our lives. But we are going to have a great episode from MetLife and uh, some of the other shows coming up. So I just want to quickly talk, though, about going kind of a throwback. Last night, I went to a show and it was for love and theft and i actually got to meet hey steven and it was really cool was that your first time meeting him or have you met him before no i met him before but it was at like a free concert show so there was a lot more people and it wasn't as intimate and it wasn't like a real show show so this was my real like performance show that they were putting on and i really enjoyed it they really played up to the crowd the whole time. Steven is so goofy. He does so many weird hand gestures that you can watch him and just laugh the entire show. I feel like they're very underrated today. They are very underrated. I think they're underrated right now because when Runaway first came out, they were a trio. And then one of them left and they became the duo and everything. And then they had problems with their label and they're at a brand new label so they're basically starting over but I think with their new label and their new album coming out I think it's the best album I've heard them do and I really think they're gonna start going places which is really nice and like I said Steven and Eric are really nice so if anyone does get to go to a love and theft show definitely do it they are a hoot to be in the crowd for and they really interact with the fans a lot, which is awesome. So did you talk with him about Taylor? I did talk to him for a few seconds about Taylor. I just mentioned that I finally met her, and I think our photo came out a little bit like Taylor's, so we were joking that we were going to put my Polaroid and his picture of me and him together back-to-back. And he started laughing. I'm sure he still gets a ton of people talk about her he probably will for the rest of his life and i don't think that's a bad thing no i would be happy about that has she ever talked to him or like talked to him on any kind of social media or anything or not really uh she told him that she had written a song about him before fearless was released and i remember him saying he was just he didn't understand because he didn't think he did anything wrong to her (laughs) And then he he said that he was happy with it. And I think on the video, 
Yeah, the video in the Fearless tour actually had him saying that all these people were now throwing rocks at his bus. You know, the little video clip with Tim McGraw was right before she came out into the crowd to sing Hey Steven. Yeah, but I haven't heard anything publicly since that of them talking about it. Well, speaking of people from Taylor's past eras, so I just bought a ticket. In August, I'm going to go see Kate Vogel, who you guys know that I love, but she's touring with Tyler Hilton, who, if you don't remember, is actually the singer slash actor who played Drew in the Teardrops on My Guitar video. Yeah. So that'll be cool. I've seen him a bunch of times, but he's really good live, and I think that'll be a great show, and hopefully... I have a meet and greet, but I don't know how rushed it's going to be. I'd like to talk to him about that and just see what he says. Well, since we're on the subject of throwbacks, we are going to throw back some of Taylor's older tweets. The first one is from June 25th, 2011, and it's such a good one. She said, Tonight I got to dance in the pouring rain with 52,000 people. I will never forget it. And of course, that was Gillette Stadium on the Speak Now tour, which is still known as the Rain Show. And she's gone back and played several shows there every tour since. And I stupidly was at the show the next day. (laughs) Missed the Rain Show by one day. I still like seeing the pictures and videos from that performance. It's very cool. The next one is from The Next Night on June 26, 2011. Taylor wrote, Writing letters, giving haircuts, Signing CD covers, backstage activities. Well, Taylor and her haircuts. Our next one is from June 23rd of 2012, and Taylor wrote, Went to get coffee today. Opened my change purse. Seashells fell out. Barista goes, Sorry, we only take cash or credit. So there's that. (laughs) (laughs) That is funny. Our next one comes from June 22nd of 2013. So stoked to be playing the first show they've ever had in this stadium tonight. See you soon, Winnipeg. That's cool that she got to see the first show there. I don't think she's going back there this time, though. Sadly, no. Yeah, I just looked up because I didn't remember this, but it was the first ever stadium at Investors Group Field in Winnipeg, which just opened in 2013. Cool. Well, the next tweet is another personal favorite of mine. From last summer, from June 22nd, 2014, Taylor tweeted, Summer, sundress, sweater, sunset. And then there's a link to an Instagram picture, which is beautiful. And I'm pretty sure this is from Rhode Island, but I'm almost 100% sure that the song and Wildest Dreams have something to do with each other. Yeah, I think she was definitely giving us a hint with that picture and those words. And I just remember last summer before we knew anything, trying to hang on to every single clue we could, but all the clues we picked up on were not clues. (laughs) And our last one comes from June 26th, 2014. Taylor wrote, If you're on the fence about buying Ed Sheeran's new album, Multiply, allow me to convince you with this image. And it was an Instagram picture of Ed and Meredith face-to-face, and it's adorable. That was adorable. Even a year later, I will say that if you haven't bought that album, you need to go buy it. Absolutely. I'm really excited. I get to see Ed Sheeran. For you guys listening, it would be the Monday and Tuesday that just passed, and I'm going to see him at Red Rocks. So I'm really excited. And then I get to see him on Friday. Yay! Awesome. You guys can tell us next week a little bit about it. 
and then we can compare and contrast the two different shows. <laughs> this will become a Shirio podcast next week. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, though, because in my opinion, and I don't know if you guys agree, but I feel like out of all the Taylor fans that are out there who now know Ed and have heard Ed's music and maybe saw him on the Red Tour, I'm fairly confident that 95% are also Ed Sheeran fans, just based on how good he is. How could you not be? Exactly. There is nothing not to like about Ed. The things he can do with that loop pedal. I can go to his show not even caring where my seat is, not even caring what's on the set list, because I just know that literally whatever he does, if you read the dictionary, it would be the best show ever. <laughs> and not only that, but he's also just a good person like Taylor. The other week when he went up on stage to sing with this girl who happened to be singing Thinking Out Loud reminded me of way back when Taylor was in Nashville and she saw some girl. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. With her tour shirt on and Taylor followed her into the mall and just like went up to her and said, Hey, I wanted to meet you because you're wearing my shirt. <laughs> I think I would fall over if that happened. <laughs> I've worn my Taylor shirts every single time I've been in Nashville, but that's never happened to me. <laughs> yeah, but she has a history of doing it. Even last year, she was driving and pulled over because she saw someone on the street with her shirt on. Well, we're going to move right along to our next segment, Keeping Up With Swift, and to get you updated with all her recent news. Taylor's been abroad this week, so she's been really busy performing shows. This past weekend, she was just in London, and of course, she had a gazillion surprises for us. She ended up playing style, and she was joined by a million people, and those people included Carly Kloss. Gigi Hadid, Martha Hunt, Cara Delevingne, Kendall Jenner, and Serena Williams. And there were a ton of celebrities at this show, including the Spice Girls, Sporty Spice and Baby Spice. Emma Watson was there. And Sydney from Echo Smith was also there. And so people who got Loft 89 were really, really lucky because they got to meet a lot of these celebrities like Cara and Emma and Carly. So I think everybody was really shocked and just flipping out about the surprise. And then after the show, Taylor was spotted taking a ferry boat ride. And she was with Calvin, Gigi, Joe Jonas, Carly, and Andrea and Scott were also there. So that's cool. I think I saw someone tweet. They were like, best triple date ever. <laughs> triple date? Well, you know, Taylor and Calvin and Joe and Gigi and Scott and Andrea. Oh, okay. I forgot. I guess Carly is like the fifth wheel. <laughs> I kind of wonder if Calvin was secretly lurking at the London show. Yeah, I wondered that too. Actually, when Adam's prediction of having Ellie and Calvin in Glasgow didn't happen last week, I thought maybe it would have happened in London since Ellie also had a set and she and Calvin would come on stage. I was surprised. Nothing happened in Germany either. Yeah, and I was going to ask you guys, obviously she had all the people on the runway for style, but there was no surprise musical guest, and I was kind of surprised about that. Were you guys too? I definitely was. I kind of wonder if maybe there was supposed to be one and it didn't work out or something at the last minute. 
Could be, because didn't she switch the order of a couple of the songs? I believe she did. She It was a little hard to follow along. I think maybe people either couldn't get cell reception or something, but it seemed like she did Bad Blood and We Are Never before Style in London. So that was interesting. I wonder if she'll ever do that again, flipping the order around. Can I say that I love the sunglasses that they added for Welcome to New York? Those were so cool. And her jacket was different. Yeah. I love that she's changing up outfits, even if it's not drastically. I just love seeing her in different variations of things. And I didn't catch this, but which Out of the Woods outfit did she wear in London? The original one. I love that black one. I wanted to come back. I love both. It's really hard for me to pick. I was having these intense emotions today where I just really wanted to hear the Wildest Dreams Enchanted mashup, and I was so sad. Yeah, you mean like you wanted to punch it up on your phone and listen to it? Yeah. Yeah, I've been having that happen to me a lot. So I've been using YouTube. I've been trying not to do that because I want to miss each performance enough that when I see the show again, I fully appreciate it. With that song, I can't help it. I've looked it up at least three times. And I just saw the show two weeks ago. So last week at Dirks Bentley's concert, he covered Welcome to New York. And it was, from the little clip I saw, amazing. I just saw him in concert a week ago, and he's awesome. He just seems like a nice guy. He's another one of those people that's, I think, really underrated. Absolutely. He said he's been playing for at least 10 years. He used to sell CDs out of the back of his car, and he's pretty cool. What I really liked was to hear a guy sing it. I thought it was really cool. And with a twang. That was funny. (laughs) Well, I think that the reason probably why he sang it had to do with the news that came out on Friday, which was the Supreme Court ruling allowing same-sex marriage all throughout the United States, which was really exciting. A lot of celebrities were tweeting about it, and Taylor tweeted her line from Welcome to New York, you can want who you want, boys and boys and girls and girls, and I think everyone was really excited when she tweeted that. She doesn't usually say political type things on Twitter too much. She really doesn't. And it was nice that she could use her own lyrics to celebrate. I actually expected Welcome to New York to go up higher on the iTunes chart. I thought maybe more people would be buying the single. But I forgot to check the day she tweeted that. But I did look today and iTunes shows the top 150 and it wasn't on there. That's unfortunate. Yeah, but her other songs are, of course, on there. This past week, Forbes put out an article, and it was all about the highest paid celebrity couples, and Taylor and Calvin Harris came in as the world's highest paid celebrity couple. Last year, they made a combined $146 million. Dying. I had no idea that Calvin made so much money. Yeah, he actually made $2 million more million than her last year. He made $66 million and she made $64 million in 2014. But yeah, I really didn't know who Calvin Harris was until I saw him at the Jingle Ball back in December. And now everybody knows who he is. I knew some of his songs, but I just never put two and two together that that was who he was. I guess when you're a DJ, you can kind of fade into the background, you know? Yeah, you kind of fly under the radar. Well, after Apple changed its mind about paying artists for the three-month trial of Apple Music, Taylor announced this past week that she decided to put 1989 on the streaming service. So I haven't looked into this yet, but sounds like you can just sign up for the three-month free trial and there you'll be able to stream 1989. I'm not sure, is it 9.99 after the three-month trial is up? Yes, I believe it's $9.99 or $10 a month. Okay. So that's the same price as Spotify. 
So some big news for Asia, the 1989 tour is headed there and Taylor will be playing in Singapore on November 7th and 8th and she will be in Shanghai on November 10th and 11th. It's exciting news and I expect that she'll later add the O2 in London because when she was at Hyde Park this past weekend I just realized that she doesn't have O2 dates yet and for Red she did five shows so I'm sure she'll be heading back there. Maybe it will be like red and it will be the final dates or something. Is this her first time in China? No, I'm pretty sure she did red in Shanghai, right? I think so. I think it was on the Asian leg last summer. Correct. It was summer of 2014. She did about six shows in Asia and she did go to Shanghai and she did go to Singapore. So these are repeat cities. Well, our final piece of news is that Bad Blood has officially become the fourth single off of 1989 to go to number one, and I'm sure it will not be the last. Four for four. It's pretty good. For Taylor's upcoming schedule, when this episode is released, she will have just played on June 29th and June 30th in Dublin, Ireland. And then coming up, she is returning to North America to do two shows in Canada. On July 6th, she will be in Ottawa. And on July 7th, she will be in Montreal. And after that, she's back to the United States with two shows in East Rutherford, New Jersey at MetLife Stadium on July 10th and 11th. Can't wait. (laughs) Did you see that there was a girl who was trying to get to Hyde Park this past weekend and her flight got canceled, so she was tweeting about it, and Taylor responded to her and said, hey, if you can get to Dublin, I'll buy you tickets. So the girl is on her way to Dublin. Actually, I think she's in Dublin at this moment that we're recording. So I hope that Taylor will meet her tomorrow. I'm sure she will. Yeah. She's so amazing. Yeah. When Taylor tells you to come to Dublin, you come to Dublin. Now we're going to roll right along to our mini segments with our Swifty problems. Our first one comes from at ToriSwift13. Having all 65 of the 1989 Polaroids, but having no way to display them in my room. Swifty problems. Our next one comes from casually cruel underscore. A customer at work had on a red tour shirt. I freaked out and asked her if she was going to this tour. Swifty problems. Our next one's from at C.R. Campbell, 1999, typing 1989 instead of 1939, Swifty problem. I've definitely done similar things to that. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if this is for a history class or something, 1939. On your exam, I mean, I know we all want to write 1989, but you could lose some big points for that if you say World War II was happening in 1989 instead of 1939. Our next one comes from Bluebird underscore cafe. And they said, no, that's Becky. Okay. Me to my little brother. And he's like, no, that's Taylor. He doesn't get it. Hashtag Swifty problems. (laughs) (laughs) And our last one comes from at Vinny Cesaroni. Swifty problems. When you have two costume ideas and you don't know which one to choose. I'm going to Chicago night one. All right. We're going to go right along to some fashion. We can't do fashion without Nate, guys. We should just cut this whole thing out. (laughs) Yeah. Didn't you guys say you butchered it the last time he wasn't on? We always do. He's the only (laughs) one who truly can do it. (laughs) Well, we're going to see if we can do it. Prove we can do it without him. So our first one is from Raleigh on June 9th at the Loft 89 meet and greet. Taylor wore an NBD end of time top.
top and it's $110 which it looks like it's on sale for $77 and she wore that with a Tanya Taylor shorts which is kind of black and white designed and that is $225 on sale. At the meet and greet during the tour in Amsterdam on June 21st, Taylor wore the Proenza Schuler wood grain dress, which is sort of like a black and white geometric type print dress. You guys notice she's been wearing a lot of that like geometric print lately? Yes. Yeah, I like it. And so originally it was $1,237, but it's now marked down to $556.76. I mean, the 76 cents kind of pushes it past the point of affordable for me. Yeah, (laughs) me too. When you go to their site for this dress, there's some recommended items in the bottom, and they all look pretty much identical to things she's worn recently. Our next one comes from Glasgow, Scotland, and what she was wearing in Loft 89 on June 23rd. And she was wearing an RVN Stripe Pointel Cap Sleeve Flare Dress, and that is available for $415. And this is like that geometric print, too. Then on June 25th, while Taylor was in London, she was leaving the Electric Cinema. Taylor wore a Tanya Taylor Spur Black Robin sweater. That is $395, and she wore that with the Stella McCartney small Falabello leather tote, which is $1,365. I love that bag. She does have the best bags. If only we could afford them. Well, I hope we did this week's fashion some justice since Nate wasn't here. And always a big thanks to TaySwiftStyle.com for finding everything for us. And I'm just going to go into a few reminders for you, just in case you would like to submit to any of our mini segments or would like to contact us about any questions or topics you want to talk to us about. Here are the ways you can contact us. At SwiftCast13 on Twitter, you can get us on Tumblr at swiftcast13.tumblr.com. Our Instagram is instagram.com slash theswiftcast13. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash theswiftcast. You can email us at theswiftcast13 at gmail.com. And you can visit our website at swiftcast13.com. And, of course, please subscribe to iTunes, and it will automatically download our latest episode for you, so no thinking involved. And speaking of iTunes, it will only show you our last 100 episodes. So to listen to any of our older ones, be sure to go to our website and you can listen from there. Well, we wanted to give a shout out to Lily from Australia who sent us an email that we got today. Thanks so much for listening. We love hearing from you guys no matter what it's about or where you're from. So please feel free to email us at theswiftcast13 at gmail.com at any time and tell us anything on your mind, anything about the show, anything that you'd like to see us do on the show. We really do love hearing it. And another thing you should do is go on iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating because that helps other people find the podcast and it helps our search on iTunes and we really appreciate it when you do that. And we just got a recent review from Vinny, which was really nice. So thank you for doing that. And hopefully some of you guys can take a minute to leave us a review this week. Speaking of this week, what do you think Taylor will do? I think that... Based on the schedule, it looks like Taylor has some time off between Ireland and Canada. So I think we are going to get a post on the 4th of July with her and Calvin maybe either watching some fireworks or 
on a swan. It seems like they like to be at his pool with all of his inflatables, so maybe that we'll get another swan picture or some other type of pool inflatable picture that will make us laugh. Did you see he apparently has a pegacorn inflatable? I did not see that. That's cool, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're so perfect for each other. Well, I kind of wonder if he bought it specifically for her, but Adam kind of stole mine. Oh, no. I was going to say that I think she would celebrate the 4th in Rhode Island. But Adam, you're right. She does seem to hang out at Calvin's place a lot. I was just thinking geographically, Rhode Island is closer to Canada. Yeah, maybe. She hasn't gotten to spend much time there yet this summer. Yeah, maybe she'll have a big party and he'll be there and she can just relax before she heads to Canada. Well, I think that once she does get back to the United States, Meredith will give her a very warm welcome. And by warm welcome, I mean we'll scratch her. <laughs> and I'm sure she'll share that with us. Oh, yeah. I wonder where the, they are because Calvin was cat-sitting them for a little bit. He shared a video of Meredith drinking out of the tap. And now that Calvin's in the UK, I wonder where Meredith and Olivia are. Maybe Austin is watching them. Yeah, maybe. Well, I think those are all great. I personally can't think of anything right now. Does anyone think she'll have special guests in Canada? I don't think so. Not that arenas can't have special guests, but these are both arena shows as opposed to stadiums. So I feel like stadiums have a higher chance of having special guests. I agree. Outside of Staples Center and Bridgestone Arena, which always seem to get special guests. Exactly. Well, I guess we'll just have to see what happens. And whatever does happen, you know we'll be talking about it on next week's episode, episode 114. And we totally forgot at the beginning of the episode to introduce ourselves. So if you don't know us already by now, this is Haley, Ashley, Adam, and Steph. And we will see you next week, guys. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. The theme song for SwiftCast was written and performed by Sydney and Chuck. SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.